0: Are you on the path to burnout? Next question. Is it possible that you are putting yourself on the path to burnout? It's time to take a look. What does it mean to love and work well? And how do I pursue what truly matters? Working at the intersection of business and psychology, I help you answer these questions and more so you can focus priorities, inspire change, lead with courage, and live with more joy today. Hi, I'm Dr. Melissa Smith. Welcome to the Pursue What Matters podcast, where we focus on what it takes to thrive in love and work. So of course, after the past two years we've been through, there may be several reasons you feel burned out. So there may have probably been many forces outside of you pushing on you, demanding a lot of you. Burnout is definitely a thing. Uh, But today I wanna talk about the ways that you may be pushing yourself to the brink so that you can pull yourself back to safe ground. So the question I have for you today is, are you doing too much? Are your choices leading you toward burnout? So do you sometimes feel like you're on a runaway train? You know that this is not going to end well, and yet you don't feel a sense of control over your situation. That is not a good feeling. And today I want to help you better understand if this might be happening for you. And then of course, we'll focus on what you can do to help yourself bring that train to a safe stop because life is hard enough without uh, pushing ourselves um, unnecessarily so it's good to push towards growth but we don't want to push ourselves off of a cliff so of course every week with the podcast my goal is to help you pursue what matters by strengthening your confidence to lead we do that in one of three areas so leading with clarity which is all about connection to purpose leading with curiosity which is all about building self-awareness so you can lead yourself well and then. And of course, leading and building a community. Uh, And so today, primarily with the podcast, we're really helping you with self-awareness and self-leadership. So we're taking a look at curiosity, helping you to be curious about your own patterns, your own choices, your own behavior, so that as you can understand yourself a little bit better, you can make choices that support your well-being. Um, And so that's really what we want to pay attention to today. So my first question for you is how do you know if you're doing too much, right? It's so easy. It's almost like the plague of our um, of our society that everyone's too busy. Everyone's doing too much all the time. I've talked about the badge of busyness before and, you know, if If most of us were asked this question um, of, are you doing too much? We'd say, yes, absolutely, we are. So my question is, how do you know if you're doing too much? So one of the biggest uh, signs that we want to pay attention to is you might be experiencing burnout. So let's define burnout. So it is a state of emotional, physical, and mental exhaustion caused by excessive and prolonged stress, okay? So this happens over time. Burnout isn't something that just suddenly happens one day. It's not like catching a cold. It is a state that evolves over time. And it's really important to pay attention to these three components of exhaustion, emotional, physical, and mental exhaustion. You are spent on every level. And so it occurs when you feel overwhelmed, when you feel emotionally drained, When you feel unable to meet constant demands and you know this is a this is an accumulative process so as the stress continues you begin to lose the interest and motivation that led you to take on a certain role in the first place so we really see a big hit to motivation and then we also see this phenomenon of depersonalization where we just don't care very much Um, it's easy to objectify people in those situations and you know for for most of us is in opposition to our values, Um, but it is one of those signs of that emotional, physical, and mental exhaustion. So now let's talk a little bit about the impact of burnout, the impact of doing too much. So, you know, some of the impacts include reduced productivity. Um, It absolutely saps your energy. It leaves you feeling increasingly helpless, hopeless, cynical, and resentful, right? And none of those are good states to be in. Um, over time, you may feel like you have nothing more to give. So you just feel spent. When I think about burnout, I think about this feeling of just being spent, feeling empty. So when it comes to burnout, the negative effects of burnout really do spill over into every area of your life. So whether that's home, whether that's work, whether that's social life. So think about that. If you feel spent, You have nothing more to give, right? That's going to show up at home. That's going to show up at work. That's going to show up with your social life, right? Like where maybe you used to socialize, like to go out to dinner with friends or whatever. You just find yourself not having the energy to do that. It feels like too much effort, The thing to pay attention to with burnout, of course, there are lots of problems, but it can also cause long term changes to your body um, that make you vulnerable to illnesses like colds and flu. Uh, So, I've talked a lot about stress on the podcast, and I often say stress is not the problem, but unmanaged stress, so stress that we're not consistently coping with, can become a real problem. And of course, one of the big impacts of chronic unmanaged stress is the hit that it takes to your body. So we'll talk about some of these physical symptoms in a minute, but it is important to pay attention to um, the fact that that while burnout as a state is reversible, right? We can help ourselves and back away from that cliff. Um, some of the impacts of burnout may not be reversible, right? So we think about that Particularly as it relates to the physical impact of burnout. Um, and so now let's let's take a look at um, this second issue, which are signs that you may be doing too much. So, how do you know if this is showing up for you? So these symptoms of doing too much usually show up in three different areas so the the different areas are behavioral symptoms right so what's what's happening with your behaviors your actions um the second category is emotional symptoms so how's your mood how are you feeling about life how are you feeling about yourself and then the third area is physical symptoms right which i just kind of um gave you a little heads up on. So let's take a look first at behavioral symptoms. So again, remember, these are signs you may be doing too much, signs you might be on the path to burnout. So some of the behavioral symptoms include withdrawing. So maybe you're pretty social and you find yourself withdrawing from friends, not getting together um, with folks who you used to really enjoy spending time with. Maybe you're falling behind in your work. Maybe you feel like you can't ever catch up. So maybe, you know, in the past you've been really good at staying on top of say your email and now you're at a point where you just you can't keep up with it. It just feels too overwhelming. So isolating, right? So we just at the end of a long week we'd rather just be home alone um than with other people uh procrastinating. That's a big one. When you feel overwhelmed, when you feel chronically um overwhelmed and stressed, everything feels like it's too much. And so it's very easy to fall into a trap of procrastination where you're putting things off. And of course, this only exacerbates that experience of burnout because then we've got more that we're behind on. Um, Another behavioral symptom uh, includes ineffective coping. So maybe in, in order to help yourself with the stress, you start um, eating a lot of carbs that that's that is definitely a stress coping behavior it's not a very effective one um, but maybe you're um, you're eating a lot of food or you're eating different foods or you're eating mindlessly we also think about your use of alcohol or drugs do you find that you're um you're relying on uh, your drink at the end of the night and then one drink turns into two drinks turns into three drinks um, we also think about about numbing behaviors, right? So all of these that I've mentioned are numbing behaviors, but think about um other forms of numbing that don't necessarily include a substance, right? So we're not talking necessarily about food or alcohol, but Um, we're just, we're checking out through, um, you know, a Netflix binge or something like that. Um, Another behavioral symptom, it includes blaming others. So instead of being able to take responsibility for our part or our choices, it, we fall into a trap of blaming others of feeling picked on. Um, Another behavioral symptom includes um, issues at work. So missing work, coming in late, leaving early. Um, You know, you've got a lot to do, but you you just you can't stay um, any longer and so those are some of the behavioral symptoms Um, that you might be doing too much. And so if any of those sound familiar, keep listening. We're going to talk about some ways that we can start slowing down that train, keep you away from that cliff. So we're mixing some metaphors there. So now let's talk about some of the emotional symptoms of doing too much. So, you know, in a word, you're overwhelmed. You've just got too much going on. You hate what you once loved. So think about your work. Um, Maybe it's work that you've been really passionate about. You feel a great sense of meaning, um, but you don't like it anymore. Or you, you know, you're feeling cynical and resentful about it. Um, That is a sure sign that you need a break, that you're doing too much, that you may be on that path to burnout. Uh, You're not happy. So it's harder for you to connect to happiness. Um, and to feel joy in your life. So maybe you're also feeling anxious or depressed. So things that you used to um, take on at work are now leaving you really fearful or anxiety ridden, um, or you just don't care anymore, right? That's That can be one of the ways that depression shows up is you just have a loss of interest um, in things that you used to care about. So some of the other emotional symptoms include negative self-talk and self-doubt. So are you beating up on yourself? Are you judging yourself? Are you really self-critical? Um, we really want to pay attention to that. That can set in when we're doing. too much because we're overwhelmed we don't know how to help ourselves and so it's very easy to conclude that we are the problem and that really just sets up that cycle of negative self-talk so some of the other emotional symptoms include loss of confidence things that you used to be able to do you just you you feel scared about or you don't want to do them and so you start to question yourself more which i think is one of the most challenging symptoms because it just it, it erodes your sense of self uh, rumination so rumination is similar to negative self-talk but when we think about rumination it's um, getting caught on a track of, of negative self-talk so maybe you know you say oh I'm such an idiot and then that plays like a record like a broken record in your mind and you just you ruminate about um, these negative feelings and it's so easy to get trapped in that and to to really, feel hopeless pretty quickly. Um, And that is another emotional symptom. You feel trapped. You feel hopeless. You keep looking for escape hatches, right? It's all just too much. I just want to quit it all. I just want to burn it all down. I have definitely felt that way at times. And it's like when I can stop and take a, take a step back and um, remember, Hey, like I have a lot of Sense of meaning and purpose, um, then we can like call off um, the fire brigade. And, you know, we don't want to burn it all down, but it's easy to get into that trapped state if we're not careful and if we're doing too much. And then the last emotional symptom that I want to talk about today is loss of motivation. You just don't care. So I mentioned that, but things that you used to have a lot of motivation for, um, you just, you can't harness motivation for those things anymore. And that can also be a really troubling uh, sign for people because they start to ask what's wrong with me. And what I would say is there's nothing wrong with you, but you might be doing too much. So we really want to look at how can we help you restructure your days um, and your work schedule so that you can reconnect with your sense of purpose and meaning and recognizing that motivation and confidence will come as you um, as you engage practices that are designed to support your well-being. So now let's talk about the physical symptoms. So we've talked about behavioral symptoms and emotional symptoms, and when it comes to physical symptoms, we have exhaustion. So we just have this deep, I always think about it as bone deep uh, fatigue or exhaustion that it's just really hard to overcome. And some of that might be due to difficulty sleeping. That's another symptom. But sometimes you can be getting adequate sleep, but you are still exhausted, you're still fatigued. And, you know, sometimes that's because your immune system is a bit compromised because of um, this chronic state of doing too much. And uh, also we think about the the uh, re- energy required around some of these symptoms, right? The emotional symptoms, the cognitive and behavioral symptoms, they drain us of energy. Um, so in addition to the exhaustion, difficulty sleeping, you might also experience psychomotor agitation. So there's some nice psycho babble for you. What does that mean? That means restlessness. This agitation within your body. Uh, so we think about tapping toes, we think about I can't sit still, my mind is racing. Um I my uh, heart rate is racing and I you you might not even know why, right? It might just be this pit in your stomach. But psychomotor agitation is one of the physical manifestations of anxiety. Um, um, and that can be quite troubling because you might even be in a state where you're not feeling um, anxious specifically about uh, something, right? Like you can't pin it down, but you've got this agitation. And so it's like your body is uh, running on on high um, and it, it's having a hard time uh, cycling down, gearing down. Uh, frequent illnesses are another physical symptom. So this is one of the ways that, uh, doing too much can lead to irreversible effects. So you have a compromised, um, immunity, right? Because of all the energy it takes to, um, manage this chronic stress. And so you open the door to more illnesses. I've had folks that I have worked with where we can predict really well, um, how they are doing based on how many colds they've had in the last six months. And so it absolutely is a thing, something to really pay attention to. Maybe you have a harder time fighting off um, illnesses or illnesses get entrenched and they stick around um, for quite a long time. And so, you know, of course, if that continues, sometimes that can open the door to these autoimmune illnesses where your body is just on chronic heightened alert. And obviously we want to avoid that as much as possible. And of course, not all autoimmune illnesses um, are due to doing too much. I just wanna make that clear. Um, But we do want to pay attention to these physical symptoms. So another one could be headaches. You are getting chronic headaches or an increase in headaches. Um, We've already talked about an increase in health concerns. You might also be experiencing muscle aches, um, joint aches, right? So this body is just Running on high. And then another physical symptom is brain fog. So this is, I kind of think about this as uh cognitive exhaustion, right? Like your mind is fatigued. And so when we have brain fog, it we have difficulty thinking, we have difficulty processing. And I know for myself, when I am, um, you know, in the middle of uh of fatigue or exhaustion, I can I get to a point in the day where it's like, I can't think anymore. It's time to to lay down, reset, um, and let that brain fog lift. And so one of the best ways to do that is to get some rest. Um, and so Now we have talked about um, this question of how do you know if you're doing too much? We've defined burnout. We've talked about the impact of burnout. And then we've talked about the signs you may be doing too much. Um, We've talked about this in three different areas, behavioral, emotional, and physical symptoms. And so I just wanna wrap up um, with just one thing, right? So I just want you to identify one way you can help yourself by doing less. So doesn't that sound nice? To help yourself by doing less, right? So if one of the problems, a core problem here is you're doing too much, we've got to find a way to help you do less. So I'm going to just throw out some ideas. And the idea here is let's keep it simple. Let's make it be something that you could reasonably do um, in the next couple of days. Okay, so when it comes to behavioral change, um for many of us, it's not a lack of knowledge or a lack of awareness. Uh, most of us know we need to make some changes. Um, what where we get caught is that we overthink change, or we see change as this big mountain. It's like, oh, that feels impossible. Like there's so many things that need to be fixed, and so we don't start. Right? We don't. We don't get off of go. And so, um, when we think about just doing one thing, we want to break down behavioral change, recognizing that it's really like a snowball rolling downhill. As you can make one small change, you start to build some momentum. You start to build some confidence. You start to build some motivation. Um, and so, we want to keep it simple. And so, I'm just going to throw out some ideas of one way you can help yourself by doing less. And this is something that you could do either today or in. The- next day or two. Okay. So first one, say no to something this week. It could be big. It could be small, but say no, you don't have to do everything. You don't have to say yes. Uh, Don't answer your phone. (laughs) don't, don't reply to texts. I like that one. Um, I used to be a slave to my phone. Um, and I'm just, I'm not anymore. The, the phone is, um, a tool for me, but it works at my leisure. Um, and so I don't feel any, obligation to return phone calls. Of course, if it's someone on my team, someone I work closely with, um, I'm diligent about returning those phone calls. But even still, um, if someone calls you, you don't need to answer the phone right. Right in that minute, you can call them back. Voicemail is a thing for a reason. Uh, so take something off your schedule. If you look at your schedule over the next week, is there something you can eliminate? Is there some uh, some shift you can make to make it a little more efficient? You know, as I um, t- took a look at my schedule this week. Um, there there were some some funky little things in there, right? And I am not totally in charge of my schedule, right? Like I have folks that help um, to create my schedule. And as I looked at that schedule, I'm like, okay, like it could work, but it's not very efficient and it's not very effective. And, and in fact, the schedule made me less effective because I was having to move um, in between tasks and projects, which is not helpful um, for me when I think about how I do my best work. And so we made some shifts to that schedule. For the week, and now it's much cleaner. It's more efficient. It's more effective. Um, And so, if you can't take something off of your schedule, can you make a shift? Can you make it more efficient, a little more effective? Uh, Okay. Another way you can um, help yourself by doing less is: can you commit to getting eight hours of sleep in the next couple of nights? So, one night, eight hours of sleep. Let's work on that. Or if you're if you're rounding out around five or six hours. First of all, no wonder you're on the path to burnout. But second, can you just inch up your um, sleep time by even a half an hour? Let's just start getting that snowball rolling another way you can help yourself by doing less is to eat without distractions. And I would expand that, right? Like to do something without distractions. One of the things that can be so exhausting to us is we are doing one thing behaviorally, but our mind is somewhere else. And that is a recipe for stress overload. And so do something, whatever it is, whether it's eating, whether it's going on a walk, but do it without distractions, right? Don't take care of business calls while you're on your walk, because that is going to make the, benefit of the walk null and void if you're not careful. Um, And then another way that you can help yourself by doing less, remind yourself that you are doing okay. So you might have very high standards for yourself. You might feel overwhelmed, you might feel like you're barely keeping your head above water. But remind yourself that you're doing okay. Have some self-compassion. It makes a big difference. And then my last recommendation is actually to do one thing that you've been putting off. So I know this list is all about helping yourself by doing less, but I want to make the case for taking care of one thing that you've been putting off. Maybe you've been procrastinating it. It's that's been on your to-do list and you just keep moving it down the line. Make it small. But the reason I want you to do this is because it will help you to get traction. Um, When we have tasks on our list that just continue to accumulate week after week yep I still didn't do that yep I still didn't do that first of all do you really need to do it because maybe you don't Um, but if you do need to do it getting it off the list will free up so much energy and that will really help you to increase your motivation and just a belief in yourself that you know what when I decide to do something I can do it so that's the last exception (laughs) to this list it's it's having you do one thing, but make it small, make it manageable. So I hope that this is helpful for you, right? We're thinking about one way you can help yourself by doing less. Um, And then I hope you will join me in an upcoming episode where we're going to learn about the different causes of doing too much. Uh, So we're really going to help you problem solve this and really look at where can you most effectively help yourself? Like where are you going to get the most bang for your buck? And so we're going to look at these causes of doing too much so that you can target your efforts. So um, watch for that. That's coming up in a couple of weeks. And in the meantime, head on over to my website to check out the show notes with the resources for this episode. You can find those at www.drmelissasmith.com forward slash 159 dash doing too much. So one more time, that's www.drmelissasmith.com forward slash 159 dash doing too much. D-O-I-N-G-T-O-O-M-U-C-H. And please consider joining me on Instagram Dr. Melissa Smith. I would love to connect with you there. Um, I'm always talking about these issues in a little more detail, giving you some resources. And so I hope to see you there. And if you don't mind leaving a review of the podcast, that's always helpful. I love getting your feedback and I want to know what you want to hear about. So in the meantime, I'm Dr. Melissa Smith. Remember, love and work, work and love. That's all there is. Until next time, take good care.